0: Turn with me to Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. A number of years ago, I read a story about Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Uh, He he pastored actually during the 1800s and uh, was called the Prince of Preachers and Uh, has touched many people through his books and writings over the years, and uh, was used by God through his writings in my early ministry as uh, God was developing me. Um, But he had a particular text he was working on one time, and he just couldn't seem to get it. Uh, He had spent all week long, he'd looked in commentaries, he'd, he'd studied and done all these things, and he couldn't find what he felt like was the message that he needed to preach. And he was, he was kind of panicked. It was Saturday night, and he said, what am I going to do? He told his wife, and she finally said, well, why don't you go to sleep and uh, you, you get, your, get your rest, and then I'll wake you up early in the morning, and you can do it when you're fresh. And so he said, okay, uh, I'll do that. And, and so he fell asleep, and after a while, she began to hear him. Speaking in his sleep. And then she realized he was actually preaching a message. And so she began to listen more closely. And it was a message on that very text that he'd been struggling with. So she began to listen even closer. And uh, finally he finishes. And she's thinking, okay, I've got to remember this and tell him about this in the morning. And she's just trying to commit it to memory. And she falls asleep and oversleeps the next morning. So he wakes with a start. What am I going to do? I thought you were going to wake me up. And uh, she she says, okay, here's, here's what you said in your sleep last night. He said, that's the message from God that I need to use. He went and he preached that message in his church. And I read part of it this week. And I was blessed. 200 years later, I was blessed through what God showed him. In a dream. I I found that fascinating. Now, God's never done that in my life, and I'm kind of glad that he's not done that in my life because uh, uh, I I wouldn't want to um, have to rely on remembering what I preached in my sleep. But uh, I, I share that story with you just to say, you know, here's a man that God greatly used, and yet God spoke to him in a dream. Uh, We need to hear what God has to say to us, regardless of whether it's from His Word, through the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our life, or, yes, through a dream. One of the fascinating things I find about the Scripture we're going to look at today is that there are a number of dreams that God uses to guide Mary and Joseph and the wise men uh, as they navigate these important early days of Jesus' life. And we find that the first thing they had to navigate, Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant. They're betrothed. And in, in Jewish culture, that was just like marriage, except that they hadn't yet consummated the marriage. Uh, and so Joseph finds out she's pregnant. And uh, he didn't immediately think, well, Oh, well, that's a virgin birth. No, he thought, She's been unfaithful. And so uh, he begins to wrestle with this and say, okay, what am I going to do about this? Um, I'm probably going to divorce her. How am I going to divorce her? Well, I think I'll probably do it in in private. He's trying to think all these things through. How am I going to go about this? And about that time, an angel appears to him and says, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Because that which was conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. It's a miracle of God. So God solves the issue for them there. Well, then the wise men come to town. Uh, They come, to first of all, to Jerusalem, and they meet with Herod the king. And they consult with the Jewish religious leaders... Where should the Messiah be born? Well, it's in Bethlehem of Judea. So they leave, and the star goes before them and leads them to the place where Jesus is laying in the manger. And so uh, they're excited about that. They, They worship. They bring gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And they worship, and then they begin to go. And they were going to go back to Herod because Herod said, come tell me about him so I can go worship him too. But they have a dream. And in the dream, God tells them, don't go back the way you came. Go back another way. And they do. Why? Because God knows that Herod wants to kill Jesus. And God wants to give them time to get out of town. Well, then Joseph has a dream. Get up, take the the child and his mother, and flee to the land of Egypt uh, because Herod is desiring to take the child's life. So they flee to Egypt. They stay in Egypt for a while, probably a few years. Herod dies, and he has another dream. Go back to the land of Israel uh, because the people seeking the child's life have died. When he gets close to Israel, he has another dream. Well, Archelaus is now ruling, and Archelaus was a bad guy. Don't go to Judea. Go to Nazareth. So, dream after dream after dream after dream. Now, I'll, I'll acknowledge to you, that's not normally the way that God leads His people. Usually, God leads His people, first of all, through His Word. Secondly, through the leadership or prompting of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes, God can speak to people through dreams. So, um, we need to listen to what God has to say to us, whatever format it comes in, and to respond in obedience. We also need to have some discernment, by the way, as well. When you talk about dreams, we need to have some discernment because there are those who will use dreams to manipulate people. I've seen those people on TV. Well, I had a dream that you should send me money, right? Uh, well, you might be suspicious about that, all right? Uh, Does that dream, and by the way, all of us have the Holy Spirit. Did you know if God uh, uh, speaks to one person who shares it with somebody else, that that other person, if they're a child of God, has the Holy Spirit just as much as that other person, and they can go to God in prayer, and they can ask God about that particular issue, whether they need to pay attention to it or not, right? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit of God was poured out upon all of God's people at Pentecost. So you've got the Holy Spirit just as much as your preacher has it, just as much as your Sunday school teacher has it, the Holy Spirit. You've got the Holy Spirit. So we need to use discernment. We need to ask God about these things and pray about these things before we just blindly follow the suggestion of somebody. But having done that, if we sense that it is indeed from God, then we respond uh, with obedience. So how does God use dreams? That, the title of my message is how God uses dreams dreams Um, so uh, look with me at verse 18 of Matthew chapter 1 I'm going to read the remainder of this chapter and we're going to talk about some stuff in chapter 2 but I'm not going to read that text so look with me at verse 18 Uh, the birth of Jesus Christ came about this way after his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit So her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he'd considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, Because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son. And they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her. But did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son and he named him Jesus. So how God uses dreams. How does God use dreams? Well, first of all, he brings resolution. He brings resolution. Uh, Joseph had some dilemmas. Uh, What am I going to do? He thought Mary had been unfaithful to him. Sometimes in life, we may not know the truth of a situation, right? We have an impression. or we, Listen, if you're married, you know this, right? Because you say one thing and your spouse hears another thing, right? Have you ever had that happen? Uh, and so you're both looking at it from a different angle. And so sometimes we may misinterpret the circumstances of our lives and we need God to clarify things for us and show us the direction to go. Okay, So in, in this case, God brings resolution. He, he sends his angel in a dream and he says, Hey Joseph, don't worry about this. This is not a case of unfaithfulness. Mary has been faithful to you. This is a miracle of God. She has gotten uh, pregnant Through a miracle of the Holy Spirit, just as the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth in the time of creation, so the Holy Spirit of the earth, uh, the Holy Spirit was hovering over Mary. And this miracle occurs as this child is conceived in her outside the ordinary way through a miracle of God so that this virgin birth could take place. So God brought resolution to the situation. Uh, sometimes God may show us something to do in a circumstance that will bring resolution. Uh, God, God can do that a number of ways, but one way he can do that is through a dream. So God resolved a problem. Now, uh, God may give you wisdom in how to approach a problem through a dream. So say you have this dream. What should you do if you have a dream and you think, it's from God. By the way, usually a dream that you have that's from God has a special character to it. It's not just any old dream, right? I mean, you and I have all had those experiences where you have a dream. Maybe you ate a burrito the night before or something that didn't agree with you. And you have some dream and you have some far out uh, experience with this dream and it's crazy. Um, you know. Uh, so uh, sometimes a dream is just a dream, okay? But you can have a dream from God. And if it's a dream from God, usually it has a special character and you sense that there's something uh, supernatural about this, there's something important about this, and uh, you need to pay attention to it. So what should you do? Well, go to the Lord and ask God about it. Is this from you? And, and uh, then also ask Him, Lord, what does it mean? Right? Right? So, because sometimes you may not know what a dream means, and God may need to show you what a dream means. Uh, do not interpretations belong to God? That's what Daniel said uh, when he interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Right? Joseph uh, spoke spoke to him. He says, "I." Uh, Joseph spoke and he said, "Hey, I've I've got the ability." to interpret dreams, God has given me that ability. And so share these dreams with me, and I'll tell you what the meaning is. So, so the interpretation, the dream comes from God. The interpretation of the dream comes from God. So go to God and ask God about that, and let God give you uh, the clarity that you need. Uh, I've had that happen. I've had, I'm not, I don't have a lot of dreams, but I've had a number of dreams. Uh, and I've had some dreams where I felt like I knew the meaning right away. I remember one time, I, uh, I was, it was a time of discouragement, and I was thinking, you know what, I could go back to music, because I used to do music before I became a pastor. And I was thinking, Lord, should I go back to music? And I, I was just thinking about this. I had a dream that night, and I, I, there was a, a grand piano. I was in this big house where there was no floors. It like the floors had been removed, and this grand piano was hanging from a rope at the top. And all of a sudden... Uh, the rope broke, and the grand piano fell down all the way through those floors, like six floors, and shattered into a million pieces. And I think I got the message right away on that. God does not want me to go back uh, to music. And so, uh, uh, but but there have been some cases where it may be several, several days. I would write it down, and it may be several days before God would show me what the dream meant. So, uh, also, I do need to mention this, too. Sometimes a dream doesn't come from God, it comes from the devil. You need to understand that. Just because you have a supernatural dream doesn't necessarily mean it comes from God. So how do you discern the difference? Well, if a dream comes from the devil, usually it is meant to confuse, disturb, bring fear, uh, cause doubt. Okay? Uh, anything that can disrupt you, if you've woken up in a panic maybe and and just had this incredibly vivid dream and you were scared to death when you woke up from it, sometimes you may just have had a nightmare. Other times this may be the enemy. So be aware of that. Uh, You can combat that. If it's the enemy, you can combat that with the Word of God. Sometimes I'll get up and think, well, I'm just going to spite the devil. I'm going to get up and read my Bible. Uh, you know, and, uh, and it's amazing how God will just bring the peace of God uh, as you read the Scripture. Uh, sometimes i am addressing him in the name of Jesus Christ, leave this place. Um, but uh, uh, you can also uh, ask the Lord Jesus to, to comfort your heart and protect your mind and, and your thinking as you sleep. That's always a good practice. Uh, But if a dream is from God, it is usually intended to communicate information that is helpful to us in some way, uh, to provide encouragement, maybe to lift us up or assure us in a course of action that we've been considering, something along those lines. So it's helpful, it's uplifting, uh, and uh, it's meant for our good. So, um, So sometimes God brings resolution through dreams. So um, how does God use dreams? Well, he brings resolution through dreams. He also brings explanation. Explanation. Look at verse 21. He's talking about Mary. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. In other words, why should you name him Jesus? Because Jesus means Yahweh is salvation, or Yahweh saves. Name him Jesus because he is going to save his people from their sins. So God's giving Joseph explanation as to why he should name him Jesus. Um, sometimes God may bring explanation through a dream. Now this particular case, a member of this church, which I'm not going to name, um, had a dream this has been probably eight nine years ago and it was about me and he came uh and shared this dream with me and it was a time where i'd been going through a little bit of discouragement and um god had encouraged me in several ways but this man shared what he saw in his dream what he saw me doing and what he believed the meaning of it was and uh it was exactly it exactly fit the circumstances I was going through at that time. And it was such an encouragement to me. and so I went and I, I went home and I wrote it down. And then I came back to it a couple of times to look at it and to, just to find encouragement. It's as though God is saying, "Look, I know you're going through a difficult season, but I want you to understand, I am using you. I've got a purpose. I'm explaining to you what's going on in this season so that you can understand." My purpose. Okay? So that's what God did for me in that case. Um, So in Joseph's case, he just gives a brief explanation for the reason he's to name Jesus. Jesus. So how does God use dreams? Well, he brings resolution, he brings explanation. Thirdly, he brings redirection. Redirection. Look at chapter 2 and verse 12. Uh, this is speaking about the wise men. It says, In being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. They returned to their own country by another route. So God told them, Hey, there's trouble coming if you go back to Herod and you tell him where Jesus has been born. Uh, and so you go back another way, and they, he, God redirects them. What is God doing? He is possibly protecting the wise men themselves, because Herod was crazy. He's, he killed his own family members out of fear of somebody was going to take his power. Uh, but he definitely was protecting Jesus, and so he redirects them. Uh, the Apostle Paul had the same thing happen, right? He is planning on going north, but he has a dream of a man from Macedonia saying, come Help us here in Macedonia. He hears the Macedonian call, right? And so he goes to Macedonia instead of where he had originally intended to go because God redirected him through a dream. Now, God can redirect you uh, through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. He can redirect you through his word. And, and, And by the way, God's word trumps everything else, right? This is what God has given us to have discernment. Uh, and to know what's right and what's wrong. Uh, And so uh, if somebody tells you something about a dream that goes against the Scripture, you reject it right away because that is not from God. God is not going to uh, contradict His Word, and God is not the author of confusion. So, um, But uh, God redirects sometimes through dreams. And uh, my mother uh, shared with me, I actually called her this week and asked her about this because I remembered her telling me about this. Uh, when she was engaged, da- she was actually engaged to, to a man before she was engaged to my dad. and uh, God had been convicting her about that because um, she didn't believe he was, he was aligned with her spiritually where, where he needed to be. So God had been convicting her. Her Sunday school teacher, not knowing her situation had been talking about this very thing, about not being unequally yoked. He, he did claim to be a Christian, but she, she just didn't believe he was, he was a believer in the way she was. And uh, so God had been dealing with her about this. Well, she began to have these dreams about this guy. And she realized God was showing her, I don't need to marry this guy. So she went and talked to him and... Uh, Uh, tried to give him a Bible, and he wouldn't take it. That's a dead giveaway, right? Uh, And so uh, she broke it off with him right there. And just shortly later, met my dad, and they ended up getting married. So God redirected her through that dream and protected her from a situation. So, uh, And in her case, and this has often been the case with me, uh, God is is speaking maybe through His Spirit. Maybe we're doubting. Or am I hearing the Lord correctly? Or maybe God has... Uh, maybe there's opposition to what God wants to do. And Well, did I hear correctly from the Lord? And God brings an assurance that, yes, indeed, I'm speaking. And this dream becomes an assurance and another uh, confirmation that this is what God is saying. And that was the case with my mom. So... Uh, God, how does God use dream? Well, he brings resolution, uh, he brings explanation, he brings re- redirection, uh, he brings protection. Uh, if you look in verse 13 of chapter 2, it says, After they were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to kill him. So, in this case, God gives very specific direction to Joseph. You need to protect your family. Uh, They want to kill Jesus. Flee to Egypt. Um, So, God protects them through a dream. Um, Did you know God knows what is going on at all times? Uh, I used to tell, uh, especially my daughter, I tell both my kids this, but I told my daughter this especially. I said, if you sense that you don't need to go somewhere, don't go. <laughs> you know, if, you, if something doesn't seem right about a situation, listen to that. Maybe the Lord warning you about this situation. But um, in this case, God sent a dream to protect Joseph. Uh, in Daniel's case, God sent Daniel dreams of the future to prepare God's people for the difficulty they were going to go through, go through during a time of great tribulation. Um, so sometimes dreams can help us either escape something bad that would happen otherwise or can help us navigate what bad happens. Uh, As God shows us what is going to happen and prepares us to respond to it in the right way. Uh, God prepares Joseph for this. And and we see, um, had the Israelites in the Old Testament listen to the prophets who came to them. And they said, look, God doesn't want to bring judgment. Uh, repent and and be healed, be forgiven. Uh, God delights in you. He wants to bless you. But if you persist on this route, it will end in a path of judgment. They didn't listen to God's warning, and so they experienced the judgment. Um, Sometimes uh, God will warn us through a dream. So um, be aware of that as well. All right, so... Uh, how does God use dreams? He brings resolution. He brings explanation. He brings redirection. He brings protection. He brings consolation. Chapter 2 and verse 20. God speaking again through the dream to Joseph. He says, get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel because those who intended to kill the child are dead. If you knew somebody wanted to kill your child, it wouldn't it be a relief to know that those people were no longer in this world? <laughs> and uh, that your child was safe. And so God is bringing uh, consolation, comfort uh, through uh, this dream. And he's letting them know it's okay to go back. It's okay to let your hair down, to relax. And uh, uh, that this problem has been taken away. Then God directs them to the very specific place of Nazareth uh, where they will live and, and Jesus will, will live in his growing up years. And so God it brings comfort through dreams. Now this is probably the primary way God has used dreams for me, is to comfort me. Different times. Uh, and, uh, but I remember one, um, one thing my, my mom shared with me about uh, a season in her past, and uh, she said, "You know, I had this this emotional pain from my past." And I read somewhere, you ought to ask God to heal the emotional pain of your past. And so, uh, there was a specific place where uh, she had experiences, you know, this pain, and she finds herself in this dream in this room. And she said, "The windows were open, the sun was shining through, and she said, the most incredible peace from God." Uh, was just there with me in that room, and I knew that God was healing me of that past pain. And uh, so God can bring this comfort uh, through our dreams. So uh, I realize you say, well, you know, we're Baptists. We don't believe in that kind of thing. (laughs) Well, listen, I want to tell you something. We may be Baptists, but God is still God. God can still paint outside our lines. God can still speak in different ways. Um, And I think sometimes God does this when he knows we need a little extra encouragement in a certain area or maybe a little extra push in the right direction. He'll he'll provide an additional means of communication. God is so good to us. Um, I think part of this, I I found it interesting. In Mary's case, God sent the angel directly to her, and the angel speaks directly to Mary. In Joseph's case, God speaks to her through a dream. As speaks to him through a dream. Why the difference? I don't know. You'll have to ask God. Okay, <laughs> but but uh, the fact is, all of us are different, right? You respond in certain ways to situations, and I respond in other ways, right? And God knows what we need. God knows how best to minister to us. God doesn't have a cookie-cutter approach for all of His people. God knows that certain of us need certain things, and so He supplies them because He's a good God. But the point is, God used the means that were appropriate to communicate to His people what His will is. And uh, that's, that's the wonderful thing about our Lord. He is able to let us know What we need to know in the time we need to know it. If our hearts are open and willing to hear. So, uh, how does God use dreams? Well, he brings resolution, explanation, redirection, protection, and consolation through dreams. Um, You know, God can show us things uh, that will help us in life. He can show us things that will help us have the encouragement that we need to get to the next place in our life. Uh, and he often ministers in very personal ways through dreams. And so let me encourage you, um, if, uh, if God has spoken to you and you need to respond to him, whether he's leading with his spirit, whether he is, is leading you through his word, uh, or whether he is speaking to you through a dream. Let me encourage you to respond to that. Now, let me also say, dreams in the New Testament uh, are recorded that often. Matter of fact, uh, of all the occurrences, most of them are here in these very chapters that we just looked at. The primary way that God speaks to us as his people is through his word. Okay? This is what we measure everything by uh if you've got a dream and you've got scripture and they contradict what do you choose you choose the scripture if you say well i believe the holy spirit's leading me to do something but it contradicts the word of god what do you go with you go with the word of god right the word of god is clearly uh god's word it's given to us through the apostles of the lord who had authority uh and the anointing and the inspiring of the holy spirit to give us god's word uh this word is the word above all words that God has given to us. And we need to respond to God's word first and foremost. But just because we respond to God's word doesn't mean God doesn't speak to us in other ways. And uh, I think we miss a lot if we, if we don't look to hear from God uh, in the specific ways he speaks to us. Um, God can bring great encouragement. God can get us where we need to go. I remember. um, I think I've shared this maybe a month or so ago, but uh, my second church I went to pastor. They uh, they had a group, a committee that they had to um, to to, uh, look for a pastor, and they had been talking to me and and a couple others, I think. And um, there was one man on the committee who just felt, you know, this young man is just he's just too young. We need somebody with some that's older who has some wisdom, and we just don't need to have a young guy like that uh, be our pastor. and uh, And he'd been praying over that. Another lady, they came to hear me preach, and she told me she, when I came to hear you, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> so you know, so you had two two on the committee that weren't, weren't all that charged up about calling this candidate uh, to their church, but they were praying about it. And finally, all of them except this one guy that was worried about my age. Uh, had come to a consensus. They felt like I was a person, and finally God told him as well. But in the meantime, before God had spoken to him in prayer, uh, this lady had a dream. The lady that said she was impressed. She had a, she had a dream, and uh, she saw a face in her dream, and she believed it was the face of their next pastor. I don't know. She just sensed that that was the meaning of it. And so she told the committee that. I've seen the, the, the face of our next pastor in a dream. Well, uh, she, for some reason, she couldn't meet with us for the first part of it, the interview and that kind of thing. So we interviewed, and then we met her at a restaurant. And I didn't see any of this or even know about this till after I'd been there for months. But apparently when she came in, she saw me, and she just turned white as a sheet. And she backed up against the wall, and and, and uh, the, one of the fellows said, "said Are you okay? Are, you know, something wrong." She said, "That's the guy I saw in my dream." Now, I think that was the Lord. Okay. Uh, and and God led me to that place. He opened that door for me to go there, uh, and God used me in that place. in and. Uh, and use them in my life as well. And God knows what He's doing. Uh, and He just chose to. You say, why did God? Choose, why didn't God just lead him by the Holy Spirit? I, you have to ask God. Okay, I don't know. But what I do know, I, maybe God just knew they needed some extra confirmation. You know, well, uh, let's give some extra confirmation so that they'll know. But God does speak sometimes through dreams. So if He does. Um, ask him about it. Pray over it. And if you believe it's from God, step out in obedience and follow the Lord and whatever course of action he's leading you to take. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for um, showing us how you interact with us at times. And, God, that uh, you have good purposes in doing that in our lives. And uh, God, I pray that you would give us discernment, Lord, to see when... Uh, something doesn't come from you. And then, Lord, also uh, help us to lift high your word and put your word first in in our lives and to follow it above all other communication that we might receive. Uh, But, Lord, when those times come where we do hear from you, I pray that we would step forth in faith, uh, grateful uh, at the communication you brought to us, and uh, thankful for the work of your hand in our lives. And we pray it in Jesus' name.